Let's go. Binge Town, how are we feeling today? It's your boy PD, aka producer Dave, here with B Toms and Paul. We are back giving you more Rick and Morty content with season six, episode three, Bethic Twin Stink. Now, this episode was very interesting. We don't get any plot movements, but we do get a lot of callbacks, but definitely a strange outcome. I was definitely getting the vibes early on that the Beths were going to hook up like pretty much right away in the scene when they're kind of like laughing at each other. I was like, they are oozing sexual tension, but never a bad episode with Rick and Morty. I just want to hear what your guys' overall thoughts were on the episode. Crazy that they went. It's a uh, t- double Beth episode back mm-hmm. to back. You know, we got introduced to him last time and we were actually talking me personally saying, yeah, I kind of like the dynamic. And then we got this episode right after <laughs> I, I liked it. I didn't think it was the best episode ever. I, I enjoyed it though. I mean, there were some really funny moments, you know, Rick, Summer and Morty just doing their thing. Hysterical Jerry hysterical. I started cracking up when the pill bug protocol hit. Um, it was a funny episode overall, but I doubt we'll be getting much more of Space Beth this season, at least. Yeah, we'll see where that we'll we'll talk about that at the end because I'm definitely with you. I'm getting a vibe that she might not be back for a little bit. She definitely will come back, but it's just a matter of when, I guess. But B Tom's, what were your thoughts? I liked the episode. Honestly, I mean, as far as actual storyline goes, I feel like character development for Beth counts under actual like plot progression. So in that Mm -hmm. sense, I felt like it was a good in-between between a full-on one-off zany adventure like episode two, the whole diehard stuff was. And then episode one, that was just, hey, we're throwing a lot of canon stuff at you all at once. This was kind of you're right. You're you're, you're right. Middle ground there. We're at a point in Rick and Morty where like everything is plot at a point. It's just the terminology where I guess we're trying to decipher between is like when it becomes more of like deeper plot with like villains and stuff mm-hmm. versus what's kind of going just around the family itself. But you're absolutely right. Like every episode of Rick and Morty does have some kind of plot. Like the fact that a turkey like turkey Rick was shown this episode already makes it kind of plot because we've already been introduced to that, you know, for sure. Um I would say it was also one, a Beth episode. We don't get those very often. This was very Beth centric and mm-hmm. I appreciated kind of building that character more because she can kind of be lost in the background of what Rick and Morty are up to. But also too, the scope of this episode was firmly affixed to the Smith household and, you know, they weren't going to a different galaxy solar system like it didn't really lean on the sci-fi elements of the show it felt very like family relation Mm. oriented and i thought it was just pacing wise for the whole season it was nice to kind of catch our breath in this episode three with a storyline like this absolutely one thing i'm just now thinking of is that this was a thanksgiving episode and thanksgiving isn't for like another like two months away which they could have easily had probably waited to release this episode until thanksgiving i'm sure the episodes will still be rolling out but i I just am now realizing that unless later episodes build off of or make jokes of things that happened in this episode true so they're probably like fuck it the jokes are worth the timeline set up true have either of you guys seen basic instinct i assume not. not No, that's what that's what this is named after and it's just a it's an older movie where uh a married guy has an affair and she turns up being like crazy and try, almost destroys his life mm. and uh i guess it just goes with the affair makes with sense beth and beth which yeah. is just 
still crazy to think about. Dave, <laughs> you asked me this. Is uh is having sex with yourself considered incest? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. Question. I think it I is. I think Rick had it right. It's a form of masturbation. <laughs> He was okay, like, there's yeah. masturbation and then there's masturbation. <laughs> That's what's going on here. True. But anyway, let's get into it. So as I said earlier, it is Thanksgiving at the Smith household and uh, Space Beth has brought Morty a new gaming console. Uh, Rick makes his appearance while Morty is setting up as his turkey self, which obviously is a callback to last season, the uh, Thanksploitation Spectacular episode where Rick and Morty get transformed into the turkeys. So, All and- to get a uh, Thanksgiving pardon. And of course, what does Rick say? He slaps the glass, turns back into Rick. And he goes, pardon the interruption, but we are now <laughs> yeah. in the federal clear. And he's like, oh, is that a poop licking gaming system? And I was like, I fucking everything about this 15 second, like few sentences was so good. It's it's what an Lickian? That's so yeah. funny. It's, and he goes, it's actually a the... poop licking XL. <laughs> it's annoying. We don't get. The confirmation if Rick is now like a turkey werewolf or something like I guess that's just part of the the cybernetic automations that he installs in himself I guess I don't know but I was really hoping we'd get an answer to the the turkey werewolf question but as Rick puts it to Morty best uh, life is a subscription and Thanksgiving is your family's yearly charge which <laughs> for me is definitely true um, so I thought for that everybody line was pretty, that's yeah true, man it was a really good uh really good setup and dinner is served when Jerry is attempting to give this speech about thanks and how thankful for he is for Beth saying also how he would legitimately kill himself if Beth were to ever leave him. Um, worst all, toast ever. Yeah. Worst toast ever. Everyone else is just trying to force him along. And Jerry of course ruins it. He's like, guys, I was just trying to say that I would kill myself if Beth would leave. And I'm like, <laughs> of course, cracking up is so just funny. To clarify. But, they yeah. literally cheered to the end of the toast that's what the rest of the family was like looking forward to um and a few things uh how jerry begins the toast hysterical you know he goes this today's a day about thanks and family and love and rick goes pick a scope dude (laughs) i just love how he just never stopped after he walked in naked and jerry's like dude today has so few rules like please put on pants Mm -hmm. um and right before that we did get the confirmation that the portals still aren't a thing because Beth says, you know, hey, don't dish out dad or I'll disown you. Yeah. I would say don't jump in a portal, but you can't. <laughs> Got him. So definitely not a thing because we were talking about that last episode. Do they need it to go to Blips and Chips? No, they just needed the spaceship. And yeah, I, I guess Jerry Burry too, because Jerry goes there later this in the post credits. <laughs> Crazy post credit scene, but like I said earlier as well, uh, in the meantime as well, both of the Beths are kind of giving off a little bit of sexual tension towards one another. Um, they're just getting along very, very comfortably with each other. Um, they're kind of cracking each other's bags. They're having some... Venusian uh, wine. Venusian wine, which is a very complicated joke, honestly, at the end of the day, because um, it's weird because they start immediately talking French, which Venusian we get confirmation means it's from Venus, not France. So why they're speaking French is a little weird, but Venus, as we all know, is also the Roman God of love, beauty, desire, sex, fertility, et cetera, et cetera. So there's kind of just like a 
like a double entendre, if you will, uh, in this scene with the Venusian wine and Wait. French. I mean, this is kind of like I learned this in my French class, like a, like in college. But French uh, cinemas are very famous for depicting like kind of sad lesbian stories. Like it's kind of weird, but it, it's all tied into this like complex jokes that kind of went over my head at first but i had to look it up just to like kind of understand it a little bit more but it is all tied together which i thought was really cool that rick and morty can make these like very deep jokes about things that are you know pop culture that makes so much sense because we actually have a very short clip at the very end of the episode where rick grabs the venusian wine and puts it in the garbage disposal Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, I'm never letting that happen again. So I w- I just thought it was just kind of like a love potion kind of mm-hmm. wine. But now that you're saying Venus, you know, the god of love and fertility, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. That's just what people do on Venus. They just drink wine and get horny and bang each other. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think he put it down the garbage disposal. He actually, and I want to point it out because it was a dope, like fake window that he puts it back. It's like he's a little I think he's hiding it. Yeah, he's yeah. hiding it. And then he put <clears throat> the remote that controls yes. the window down the garbage disposal. That's what, yeah. I'm it was a cool that. fake window. And so while the Beths are kind of exploring their relationship slowly, um, Rick, Summer, and Beth are just playing video games that get more asteroids. And more real. So, it's not the graphics get more and more real it's the game gets more and more real. So yes, Paul, they're playing asteroids, but when they turn up the game realism to 10, there's no asteroids because realistically when you'd be in space, it'd be a lot of nothingness. And so yeah. they're like, just, Oh, turn it, turn it all the way up to 10. Oh, what the hell? This is lame. Oh, I get it. You know, the yeah. vast majority of, of space is empty. The <laughs> video game, I guess, guess was our b plot if the whole beth affair was our a plot of the episode and it really wasn't a plot it was just one long joke and every single time they flashed to a different video game i was like laughing out loud it was so funny how dumb they they thought of these realistic quote-unquote video games we, and asteroids was just the beginning when yeah, we can cover them to- all we can call, cover them all right now there's it's not really a big deal because the next one i think is the street fighter where you start off as the street fighter, but you start at the end, uh, at the beginning of their day. So you have to Called find getting each other. to a street fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that meter is like us forgetting what we are even angry about. <laughs> like they're not even guaranteed to fight. But Brian, what you were going to say when in the asteroids one, he was like, wait, look, you can even record a video message for your son in case you're your, your kids in case you die out here. And yeah. uh, Morty goes into it. And Summer's like, oh, this is stupid. You guys feel lame about it, but you just don't want to admit it. And Rick's like, Summer, you know nothing about gamer culture. Morty, <laughs> tell your son you love the shit out of him. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> and they just dive right on it. So and good. That leads us to Summer walking outside while the two Beths are like cracking each other's back. They're just flirting more. And then they finally have the moment after they give each other the massage where space Beth like gives her the look and they're about to kiss. And then they hear summer drop a dish or whatever from the inside. Summer saw the affair about to happen. And for the rest of the episode, after poo pooing the video games, she is just locked into the video games because she needs something to take her attention away. So I think the whole theme of the episode is exactly escapism because in the past, like at the, uh, this is kind of jumping the gun a little bit, but like at the end of the episode, they're like, Rick, come on, like fix the goddamn portal gun. 
like it's all an escapism like they escape here in video games because they don't have the portal gun but at the end we see that they're so desperate for the portal gun because they want to escape their shitty household lives pretty much but i think it's just a whole common theme pretty much like you were saying but um there's the the best agree to go get some gloppy drop system ice cream which i don't know if you guys caught this but that is the the ice cream that rick was going to go get when he turns himself in yep. to the damn the, yeah, I literally just watched that episode on my rewatch. And luckily I had watched this, then got to that episode. I was like, wait a second, Globby drop ice cream. I've heard that before. Forgetting the ice cream. We must be in the same spot on the rewatch because that is literally the only reason I was able to like notice this was because I had just watched that episode of Rick turning himself in. But Maybe That's we'll get. Awesome. Do you think we'll That's... ever get to the actual gloppy drop system at some point now that we've been introduced to this so, twice? Probably. Was it was it not the planet with the spiders? Do you remember that? Where it's like keep summer safe. They were mm. at that planet because ah. it had the the galaxy's best ice cream. So I feel like that is the gloppy mm. drop system. Okay. Okay. Or yeah. it could have just been another planet with amazing ice cream. Mm. That was the battery episode. Yeah. Totally I think it's right. just like a galaxy that has like I don't I don't think it's like planet specific. I think it's just like a a solar system that just all of the ice cream there is really and, good. And Rick even explained it. He was like, "Yeah, uh, the gloppy drop system has less taste buds, so you know the ice cream's kind of like a hospital bed. It's designed for you to do less, and it will do more for you." Yeah. So I guess the because they have no taste buds, they pop the shit out of this ice cream, and everybody else with taste buds fucking loves it. Loves it's it. A good yeah. explanation. And yeah, it's fucking great. And also another fucking fantastic Rick line when Morty comes in, is like, "Oh, Summer, like, what? You're into video games now?" And she does the whole speech, like, "Maybe I'm not afraid to change my mind. Maybe mental flexibility is a good thing." And uh, Rick looks at it, and goes, "Oh, shit." Nice manip, some some. Yeah. <laughs> He's so nice. good. I love when any of the family members impresses Rick by doing anything, and he's yeah. just like genuinely like, "Oh, that's badass." Yeah, <laughs> love the yeah. love the credit. Also, when they find each other and getting in a street fight, it's, oh shit, I'm gonna eat your ass. <laughs> also, I think this is when Jerry tells everybody that he's doing a real life video game. Known mm. as jigsaw jigsaw puzzles, puzzles yeah. Wait, Speaking that of, probably doesn't come for a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, but either way, uh, now nah, that's where king. he announces it. They go for ice cream. He comes in with the puzzle. They go get yeah, go uh, they go get ice cream, but they're really just getting a piece of each other. If you know what I mean, they get their freak hmm. on, and they return back to Earth. And while they park the ship outside of the house, uh, Morty's taking out the trash and kind of overhears the two Beths going at he, it a little bit, and so overhears. He now, the worst line ever. They're making out. They talk about, oh, we forgot the ice cream. Ha ha ha. Space Beth looks at Domestic Beth and goes, I want you back in my guts like one of your sick yeah. little fillies. I was like, oh my God. That Morty, was Domestic Beth is all about it, though. And now you know why Morty is. I just love the transition. It's just his face, and then it's just his face playing video games because he's just mentally scarred from that interaction i really like the conversation him and summer have where she's just like oh so you're back in on the video games too he's like i was always in on them she's like but now you're in on them yeah. like i'm in on them and they're just like okay good now we can both not see anything together yeah it's and just the acknowledgement like a, it happened there was like a lot of like metaphorical like 
communication like here between summer and morty where they're like they don't explicitly say that they both watch the best fuck but they both know that they watch the best fuck and then here when uh rick gets kicked out of the video games because summer and morty both have the controllers they tell him to go make his own he goes gets a bionic whale to create his own controller which beth comes in here comes in and pretty much admits metaphorically to rick that she's kind of having this affair with space beth and rick also speaking in like riddles kind of pretty much just tells her fuck it just do what you want to do until it becomes an issue right yeah i mean that's kind of they use they use forgetting the ice cream as a euphemism for literally fucking yourself uh rick also admits hey i've forgot the ice cream before myself (laughs) too infinite ricks i've done it ask me for details when i'm more drunk but like shit happens whatever what i did like is how he actually dropped some fatherly knowledge on her and it's just like but it's not just your own ice cream you're forgetting there's the family involved and a great line is lies pile up like credit card debt you retain an advantage by staying liquid it's just Mm -hmm. like you know you're on a slippery slope have your fun but don't let it go too far also, he was replacing the whale's esophagus, not killing it. Like the yeah. depth that oh, they go into was, with yeah. this whale, he's just like, it'll thank me for the record telepathically. So, so good. Beth is like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm making a controller. These bionic whales have carbon wiring. Great for smooth gameplay. And I'm not killing it, by the way. I'm replacing its esophagus for free. It should thank me. Like, <laughs> of course, that's Rick's mindset. Also, very obscure reference, but this reminded me of one of the first times. We see Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones season one when he's talking to Jamie and just ha- is elbow deep, like cutting up a boar. <laughs> and he's dropping like a lot of fatherly knowledge on Jamie. That's that one's okay. just for me, that callback. Who All knows? Right. Maybe, maybe it is a, a call to that. Another great line that we had here in this conversation. Really, it's more to be, probably like one of the best scenes of the episode is, is just this conversation in the garage. Um, but when Beth gets the information that Rick has forgotten the ice cream before, she's like, really? And he's like, yeah, drill me about it when I'm drunker. It's like, yeah. not drill me about it when I'm drunk. Drill me about it when I'm drunker. Because I'm drunk right now. That? It's just think- a little change that, of course, that's in character. Do you think we're just always just to assume that Rick is just always at least on some level intoxicated? Like- Unless he is stranded on an island and can't inject yeah. anything, then true. Yeah, I will much. say they do a pretty good job of animating his drool. And I assume when he's drooling, he is drunk. If he's not, he's mm. not. Um, I haven't noticed it as much. Like season one and two, I vividly remember the drool being a thing. But like now I feel like as the story's getting more complicated and he's getting more complicated, I'm not seeing the drool as much. But I'll have to keep a lookout for that going forward. But um, the uh, the Beths continue their taboo relationship, um, even though domestic Beth is kind of slowly beginning to question it. They have this talk on the roof of the house. Um, Spade kind of- Beth suggests, hey, what's, what's making you stay? Let's run off together. And domestic mm-hmm. Beth has to be like, okay, what are we actually? What's the feasibility of me and you running off together? Um, yeah. and, and the way they- to test it, they they end yeah. up deciding on Rick's hollow deck would be a perfect way yeah. to decide that the way that um, domestic best puts it, which is actually kind of like a good, you know, question is she wants to know the shelf life of whatever yeah. this is. And I'm like, all right, that's feasible. Like, are you, would you be able to 
withstand the company of yourself for you know mm-hmm. long periods of time like i don't know mm-hmm. would i drive myself crazy maybe yeah. so it, it is honestly a good question and of course they have ways to figure it out yeah, and of course space fest is holodeck and i didn't have subtitles on i couldn't get it from what i was watching but mm-hmm. i want to know what domestic best i think she said was. i thought she said hotel Oh, I mean, yeah, I, but I, I'm with you. I didn't see, I didn't have the subtitles on either. I couldn't tell, but I thought they said, I thought she said hotel and then she said holodeck, but like hotel doesn't really like make that much sense. Like if you want to, I don't know. She just wanted to find Yeah, maybe, I guess. I rewound it a couple of times and couldn't like discern what she said. It was really weird. Yeah. But well, we can hear the holodeck loud and clear. Yeah. Um, Moving on, Jerry finishes his puzzle. Hilarious because one clear as day eyepiece that he doesn't know which way to put it. And then when he finally does, he's like, ah, as if he didn't know it was a fucking horse. And he (laughs) finishes his puzzle and then he goes to grill his kids. Oh, you're playing the game pod again. And they hook him up with a single player game called Hide the Affair, which is just Jerry so clueless about the actual affair going on that they can put an affair on the TV in front of him and he'll still be none the wiser. But while he's preoccupied with the game, the rest of the family, Rick, Summer and Morty, go to confront the two Beths who are doing a San Junipero in the hollow deck. Shout out to Black Mirror. Yep. And this is, you know, the, the line where he has there's masturbating and then there's masturbating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they have a basically laid light on the line where they're like, yo, you guys can do what you want. Just you suck at doing it secretly. We all know about it. And they're like, even Jerry, and he's like, no, thank God. He's literally so clueless. He's playing a game about ha- hiding the affair. But Space Beth, like, what is she like? She like threatens them and then they all kind of just like she go has- back. <laughs> pretty funny yeah. she says i have all the predator weapons and oh, all yeah. three of them are like all right cool with us do you so they <laughs> back much. off and leave them to their own devices yeah which brings us back to the dinner table and it's so awkward that space beth just is like fuck it jerry we had sex and we both loved it and we don't know who's the clone and who's the real one so did i cheat on you or am i just a clone and it doesn't matter and she cheated on you either way we loved it ball is now in your court and jerry has that flashback of him and he gets that flashback (laughs) immediately of him in high Mm -hmm. school just kind of like fawning over beth and then it's just that stupid rick and morty face when he comes back of their like lips like completely drooping that i fucking yeah i absolutely love when morty has that look too just like oh it's so fucking that's where he got it yeah Yeah. the the line was you know sooner or later she'll tear you apart she's too much woman for you she Mm -hmm. and then snaps back to reality takes a big deep breath you know pushes out with both of his hands and then Pillbug Protocol hits in and he just curls up and I just immediately started cracking up. Rick goes, oh, yeah, forgot I installed that. Like, I want to party with Rick, dude. So that's actually it's actually referenced originally in Solar Ricks. It was implied originally in Solar Ricks. I think that was the, the first episode of this season. He, he has done augmentation to Jerry's body. I think it was referenced two episodes ago. But this is the first time we're actually get we're getting to see one of those augmentations because we know that Rick loves to fuck with the family. Like he's admitted in the past that he like has made changes to Morty while he's asleep. Like we've literally seen Morty turn into a fucking car because Rick made that happen in his past. They all have suicide pills like in one of their back molars or something exactly. like that i'm pretty sure morty can breathe in space without a suit now because morty's uh rick has augmented his body so he can just survive in space which is like 
so sick, but like this is exactly one of those implications or one of these examples of him just fucking with the family. And I think by the end of the series, we're just gonna have like a bionic, a bionic family that just is kicking ass. Probably Which would be crazy. Would be. Yeah. So yeah, we jump into the garage, and this is where Rick explains. Yeah, one time I, I went out drinking with Jerry, got super drunk, and uh he said this is the the one thing he wanted most in the world. Hey, don't look at me. I wanted tattoos. And his tattoos with Eagle Rick and Eagle Morty on either butt cheek. Uh, some people are going to get that in real life. Without See, a doubt. I thought it was Eagle. I thought it was Eagle Jerry. I thought it was Eagle Jerry, too. I've only saw the episode once, so I can't yeah. really like say for sure. But on my first time watching, I thought it was Morty. But then I thought about it and I was like, why would it have been a tattoo of Morty if he was hanging out with Jerry? So I think it's yeah. literally a picture of Jerry's head on an eagle. I mean, his head on an eagle. that's that's funny. Too. They both Either have the way, same haircut. Morty, yeah. Morty and Jerry both they have the same alike, helmet man. haircut. Like, yeah, he's just like, you guys deal with this. I'm going to go get stoned and play video games with your kids. And then we see him go to play video games and he's playing that like type in what you want the character to do. I believe it's called Zork. And it was, it was one of the it? earliest video games. And it was, was also in like Black I was thinking Ops. it was in Black Ops. Yes. You once you got out of your share in the main title sequence, so walk to the computer, you could play it. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just a, like a text adventure. Um, <laughs> but they're playing like vampire shadows zork though yeah that was, he didn't know so, that going in it's like you're in the woods it's like okay we'll walk out of the woods it's like you walk out of the woods but there's more woods like, <laughs> yeah. head, let's head north forests yeah, yeah. Oh, when it clearing. said it's getting dark the shadows will come for your mom out of nowhere i was <laughs> just too funny man <laughs> they had a great great little scene when they showed jerry like before the you know hide the affair game they're like here's the infinite screen menu and it's it's just like the cosmos circulating he's like whoa this seems a little bit much (laughs) that looks so fun dude these the games that they have access to are like even though these like kind of look stupid i would still play the shit out of every single one of them they probably have some great games over there oh yeah so Um, just to go back to hmm. when rick was explaining the whole pill ball pill bug protocol to the two Beths. He was saying, you know, he's perfectly fine in there. He's basically in like hyperbolic chamber. So indefinitely he can live out the eternity in there, or he can choose to come out whenever he wants to. And you can't pry him out because he'll turn into a literal Shrek. So he's in his own pathetic way. He's taking control. What does that mean that he would turn into a I think Shrek, he would like legitimately he- turn into an ogre. Like I legitimately, that's yeah. how I took it. <laughs> with, like that's with that accent. It shows too. awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Like, of course they would be able to do that. But while Jerry is all balled up in his pill bug form, um, the Beths are kind of, again, talking to each other about the relationship and the dynamic of everything. They just, de- they end up deciding that they get to a point where they're just like, we should just erase each other's memories of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have the whole um, set up ready for them. They call Morty's mind blowers. Yeah, Another Morty's, reference. Yeah, Morty's mind blowers. Um, they're in the chairs. They drag Rick in to kind of shut their memories loose. And just as they're about to do it, uh, Jerry unrolls and kind of puts his hard hat on and is like, "I'm laying down some law right here. I've got a yeah. small dick, but I'm laying down some law." <laughs> <laughs> he had some fantastic lines in here, Rick. Yeah real quick had another one where he was like when you guys figure this out and come back to fight me i'm gonna lie and try to say i 
tried for hours to talk you guys out of it. But in reality, I don't give a shit. So here we go. And and Jerry, he finally comes out and he's like, would you guys grow up? And that's coming from Jerry. So that's got to hurt. And he's well, like, he does. He just gives them the blessing. He's just like, do whatever you want to do. If you want to talk Venusian and like, fuck yourselves on Mars, go ahead. That He acknowledges the insanity of it. And it's just like, fucking do it if you want. I'm not being a part of it. Like, yeah. do you? I'm out. Yeah, and actually, then he admits to he's like, yeah. I actually wouldn't kill myself if you left me. I would just go to a Starbucks and just find a job at using their free Wi-Fi pretty much. Yeah. And no, that's like, what he does. I, he leaves. I actually he, like that. Yeah. he says, you know, I shouldn't say it wasn't true. But Brian, what you were saying, his actual verbiage for it, he was like, uh, and you guys can go finger yourselves on the moon and talk in weird space French about my weird little dick. In <laughs> yeah. And he, he starts just, packing. He starts harping on that little dick, though. He's like, you guys, yeah, mm-hmm. you were fucking. And you guys were talking about my small wiener, my weird little wiener. And it's just so funny because Jerry is just so self-conscious about it. And and this whole thing is basically Jerry and Space Best going back at it. Domestic Best trying to be the mediator between the two. But what Space Best says is, how do you know I'm not your wife? And maybe you were the one cheating on me with the clone. Um, and he was like, oh, my God, what a provocative conversation. One that would have been great to have before you two gave each other unfairly expert orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's saying, like, what am I supposed to do? Be twice as confident because I have two wives now? Like, that's ridiculous. And he, he's laying down the law. It's pretty um, much a, a it's a power dynamic thing between everyone in this room. And it's getting them all off and horny. It's yeah, like, space I, I didn't. Is- it's just it's a power like, dynamic, right? Like, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. He says, you're not mad it happened. You're mad we didn't ask for your permission. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, Domestic Path is like, I agree we made a mistake. Oh, please, you know, uh, Jerry, can can I make out with myself? Like, Space Path is saying that sarcastically. And Jerry's yeah. like, yes, I give you permission. And he's and they're like, what? And they're like, yeah, how do you, how do you like that now? And they're like, oh, this is weird, weird. And permitted, and Jerry keeps saying that he's like, "Oh, you little pervert! Oh, you like a little pervert, don't you?" That's face bet. Keep going. That's the line. That's the line when he's like, "Oh yeah, like I'd love to like fuck a little pervert." What what did she say? I like I like embarrassing little perverts. Yeah, and and domestic path goes, "I'm freaked out by how hot this is. Like (laughs) this is so strange." And then they obviously start having sex while, of course, everyone else gets to listen to it in the living room. So it's uh, it is Rick, Morty and Summer at the dinner table. And in order to distract themselves, Rick's just like, all right, all right. What do you guys what are you guys thankful for? Let's give us give me some knowledge. And Summer's just like for water. Yeah, water. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm, <laughs> and, and Rick's like, OK, great, great. Now, now Morty, he's like he pauses for a little bit. And he's just like, fuck, Why? Like and he's saying Discovery Channel. He's saying <laughs> Discovery Channel. Why? But this is actually another complicated joke because back in April 2022, Discovery Channel. So what is it? Discovery Inc. is the owner of Warner Brothers Discovery, who eventually bought Adult Swim and Cartoon Network. So Discovery Channel has the rights essentially to Rick and Morty. Ah, uh, so it's just a Ooh. shout out to them, but. Discovery Channel has been very, um, I don't know how you would call this, but they've been very uh, biased towards their animated shows, like, or giving hate to their animated shows. So uh, they took 
down like 35 animated shows off HBO Max without telling anybody of a reason why they did it. They just pulled these shows off the network. Mm. Um, and I think Rick and Morty uh, like had also some issues with Discovery Channel, like with them like not giving them as much freedom, things like that. Um, so this is kind of a shot at Discovery because he's like, what are you guys thankful for? And he's like, sarcastically, like, I don't know, like the Discovery Channel, like, thank God the Discovery Channel is in my life, which is obviously like a dark sense of humor for, for that. Justin yeah, that one. Yeah. No, that yeah, one is that's a, that one. I actually had to look up. Joke. So I was like, why the fuck is he saying? I thought it was something along the lines of like, oh, Discovery Channel, like airs these like weird, like naked and afraid shows. So like this kind of falls into that category, but it's really a shot at Discovery Channel because they've been kind of dickheads to their animated shows that yeah, they that's, recently got that's the rights to. Phenomenal. Good. What's wrong with animated shows? Animated shows are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also got Morty saying to Rick here, Jesus Christ, Rick, you have to fix the portal gun. Damn it, Morty, you saying that makes me want to do it less. So another confirmation, portal gun's not a thing, and Rick isn't really planning on doing it anytime soon from what it looks like. And my question to you guys is, do you think he's, he's putting it off because a, he's scared that it'll be like an actual challenge again. B he like, doesn't want anything to do with, uh, you know, president Morty and evil Morty because he's like upset. He got one upped or why do you think he's, he's not putting the portal gun back into play? Where in reality, he can't like he doesn't know how to fix it in totality. Maybe evil Morty did something like prohibiting him from getting it back online. It seems like too dumb for him to just be putting it off for no reason. It's like a it pride. Would, if it's a pride standpoint, I totally understand. That's something Rick would do. He's like, no, nah, I'm too proud to do that. I don't. I don't know. I think it would be like a combination. It probably has something more so to do with him, like actually not knowing how to fix it. Like he's probably just lazy. Like he doesn't want to put a lot of time. Like he would rather just know how to do it and then just do it instantly rather than like kind of researching how to fix the portal gun and it just being like, oh, like I I don't feel like putting this time commitment in to fix the portal gun at the same time. I also think that he might have regrets because he doesn't want an incident like with what happened to him originally with Beth and summer or uh with beth and diana so i think it's a combination but it's probably more so the fact that he just doesn't know how to but i think it would be a combination here we get the final scene of space beth leaving pretty much um rick returning the venusian wine to its hiding spot behind the the bay window or whatever it is yeah. destroys the locator and the garbage disco- yeah exactly destroys the <laughs> locator in the and that's literally why i knew it was called a bay window is because of american dad but now we get to the end credit scene where it is our jerry so it took me a second to process well, it but it is yeah if you want to go before the end credit scene we got a nice callback to the grandson in space oh yeah yeah Naruto. How could I well, Morty that? forgot it too. He's like, "What do you mean, grandson?" And oh yeah, Naruto. Naruto. <laughs> Can't forget about Naruto. I, I love that callback. Yeah, uh, gotta bring but- up the anime content when you can, of course. Um, yeah, take us to the Jerry Barry. But yes, yeah, so it took me a little bit to realize it, but this was our Jerry. So our Jerry shows up to the Jerry Barry again, and he just kind of wants to go in, but the nurse turns him down because. In her words, sometimes Jerry come in, Jerry's come in and try to touch other Jerry's. 
so jerry our jerry is like oh that's so weird like i would never come here to do that but anyway see ya he leaves but we do end up seeing that he finds another jerry and is able to exchange a kiss with himself and i guess this is all just and they just they kiss they say thank you and then they go their separate ways so it was just him trying to see get a little perspective of what his wife beth was going through i guess like he just wanted Mm -hmm. to see what it was like to kiss and kind of be yeah, with yourself. He, wanted, he wanted to know if he would fall in love with himself if, yeah. if he was given the opportunity. But they were he missing didn't. some Venusian wine, which True. no nobody realized that was the actual trigger that uh I which guess or a, catalyst, I guess, that started this whole chain reaction and then one of the bang. Yeah. So like the question then becomes why did Rick pull out the Venusian wine? Or did Space Beth bring the Venusian wine? That I is think- my question, and I actually went back to look, and as mm-hmm. soon as it cuts from the title sequence of Jerry giving his toast, title sequence, and then the best doing the dishes, the wine is already out on the counter. So my, my guess is that Space Beth knew about it and then pulled it out, and then they started drinking it, but maybe they didn't know about the side effects. I'm sure. Yeah, like I'm that. sure it's like a. It is. I'm probably. I'm sure it's probably wine, but the effects are definitely a love like of a love potion also to an extent but i don't think rick would have pulled that out for them like i don't think rick would have like there's this accomplished nothing like rick pulling my- that out did nothing <laughs> for anybody yeah i don't i don't think he wants his daughter and the clone of his daughter to bang just for an experiment's sake so that's I mean, probably maybe he does though because he's rick and who the fuck knows what <laughs> that guy's thinking of anyway but that is it for our uh, coverage of Rick and Morty season six, episode three. Beth, I already forget it. Beth, Bethic twin, twin instinct. Yeah. But any other final thoughts, guys? Are we? I think we're going to be looking at these like one shot episodes for a, like a few more episodes. I feel like before we get back into like the evil Rick plot line. What do you guys? Oh, think? is that what we're calling them? Oh fuck! It's uh, it's VR baby. Yeah, it's VR. Fuck VR. I, I missed last week, so I wasn't able to. It, 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 I lost it over this over this time. <laughs> well, period. since uh, Dave is being lame, I'll be handling the outro. Paul, you got any last thoughts? Uh, no. The only thing I was just gonna say is it probably won't get like a canon or or villain Rick episode maybe until the episode nine or the finale. They seem yeah. to do the uh, second to last episode and the last episode both are hard hitters. Maybe we'll get one in between, but. I mean, I'm, I won't be too upset if they do these fun little side-offs because yeah. the amount of jokes and writing and intelligence that goes into you know these 24 minutes is actually insanely impressive it's week never, after week. Never a bad episode of Rick and Morty. For sure. Well-written, nothing too crazy in this one, but all in all, an enjoyable episode. That is Rick and Morty Season 6, Episode 3, The Bethic twin stinked <laughs> we will be covering rick and morty week by week as they come out all seasons have 10 episodes right for rick and morty so we yeah. got seven more of these bad boys i'm looking forward to it i think all three episodes so far have been solid and as always if you like what you heard give Bingetown tv a follow on twitter and instagram visit us on our website at bingetowntv.com and subscribe to our show on spotify youtube the apple podcast app or wherever else you're getting your podcast these days. Once again, we are Bingetown TV. And thanks for listening. 
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 